HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Two percent, two percent, two percent. Uh, the two percent's right over here. Oh, hey, Jenna. I didn't know you shopped here. Uh, yeah, anything to support local food, know what I mean? I definitely do. Though that's not the only thing you do in the name of Good Eats, obviously. Well, true. I also host Eating Matters every Wednesday at 5 p.m. where we talk about food policy and how it impacts all of us. Be sure to tune in. All right, gotta get the plug in there, I get it. Yep, I'm hashtag shameless. You know what else you can do to support the local food community, right? Well, yeah. Make a donation to Heritage Radio Network, the world's pioneer food radio station. That's right. And I gotta call you out on the whole local thing. What do you mean? Well, The Farm Report, A Taste of the Past, Japan Eats. Those are shows that take you around the country and the world. I'll give you that. So how can listeners give their support? It's pretty easy. Just go to heritageradionetwork.org and click on the big red heart in the top right corner. It's pretty easy from there. Thanks. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. For more information, visit Corin.com. Today's program was brought to you by MTC Kitchen, mutual trading company's restaurant supply store. For more information, visit mtckitchen.com. Hi, this is Celia Kutcher, host of Animal Instinct, and you are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Welcome to Japanese. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, a food writer and the director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from our studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every day in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We, see, we hear dashi, ramen, izakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, and I'll try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. And this is Japanese 50th show. Uh, listeners, thank you for your support, and I hope to see you on my 100th show as well. And speaking of, um, if you have any suggestions about show topics or guests, please email me at info at heritageradionetwork.org or my uh, web- website, akikokatayama.com, 
or my Facebook Facebook page, Kiko Katayama, uh, which way you prefer. Um, it's really not very easy for me to find the greatest uh, topic or guest for you, so uh, your feedback really helps. So thank you so much. And uh, my guest today is Shigetoshi Nakamura, who is a former corporate chef at Sun Noodles Ramen Lab in Norita and the chef owner of the new ramen shop Nakamura in Lower East Side, which opened in January. And before Shige came to the U.S., he was already known as a ramen legend in Japan. And he left his business in Japan to his partner, and he'd been focusing on serving amazing ramen for American diners since 2009. So we'll talk about Shige's uh, unique style of cooking techniques, which is really unique, and uh, what he offers at his new ramen restaurant, Nakamura, and much more. So hello, Shige. Welcome to Japanese. Hello. Um, so first of all, uh, congratulations on your great success. <laughs> Thank you. And your ramen shop Nakamura opened in January this year in the very competitive New York ramen market, and it became one of the most popular ramen shops in New York City. For instance, uh, New York Magazine's Grub Street just named Nakamura as the absolute best ramen in New York, beating Ivan Ramen, Mu Ramen, Ipudo, and Ramen Toto. That's a really amazing <laughs> achievement. I, I, I don't think that, you know, it's not com- competition of, uh, you know, I, I don't feel the beat, the Ivan or the <laughs> ramen. It's just, uh, you know, I'm making uh, ramen pretty hard mm-hmm. every day. So that's, yeah, but that's very awesome to get the, you know, the article. Mm-hmm. That's a great. Right. Yeah, it really shows the, how rich uh, the Japanese uh, ramen culture in New York City is. Mm. Right. So, um, so some of our listeners may not have heard of your name before, but you are regarded as ramen genius, legend in Japan. So, tell us how you got into ramen business. Um, you mean ramen business in U.S.? Yeah. Or well, I, you know, I'm sure you grew up uh, eating ramen in Japan, <laughs> but how did? Yeah, you? I'm still doing the ramen uh, ramen shop uh, mm-hmm. in in Japan right. as well, uh, but I. Yeah, I opened a uh, ramen shop at this January. Right. Uh, um, but, but, you uh, know, originally, you know, you grew up, you were born in Kanagawa, yeah, yeah, Prefecture, in, right? Yes. And then you came to the States. Uh-huh. At, uh, after graduate high school. Mm-hmm. And then I went to uh, the community college in San Diego. Mm. What did you study? Um, actually, that not that study. That's just I want to do uh, doing the surfing, okay. which is my hobby. <laughs> yeah, I can see you're sunny sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I went to then. I, so I went to um, community college. That is kind of a side life of my <laughs> okay. main life is more like a surfing. Right, it's an official reason to <laughs> to and Surfing in California is very um, very cold. Uh, ocean, so that's uh, why I uh, every day I'm making own broth mm. to warm up my body. Okay, so that is a uh, you know a kind of the begin to uh, start the, my ramen. Right, life. but yeah. this would be impressive. You know, like <laughs> even Japanese people, they may not know how to make uh, ramen broth. Um, that's I that's a necessary to do it because um I was very poor to you know just my parents uh, give me the some some yeah. money but very minimum <laughs> right. so i have to uh, save by myself so that's i need to i, I cannot go to a restaurant or you know even 
just go outside to mm. eat. But yeah, so I have to um, make by myself. That's more the saving money. So mm. that's why I didn't. I didn't know the how to cook, but. My mother uh, sometimes teach me mm. um, to uh, not teach, but sh- show me how to make a broth mm. every day. Like when I was uh, like a ten to yeah, ten years old around. Wow! Yeah, that was great. Well, I have to confess, um, my mother, she's an instant ramen person. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoy it. To be honest, <laughs> the same as me. Actually, uh, I, my parents doing Seven uh, Eleven, which is uh, you know the Convenience, convenience store, store. Right. and they sell the instant ramen. That's uh, first. I meet the ramen. Uh, I I got very uh, impressed the taste, very <laughs> strong, intense. <laughs> but my mother uh, protect me to uh, do. I, I, you know, they hide the instant ramen to me. Mm. From yeah, but. I still, you know, uh, sometimes eat um, out of uh, their eyes. Right, so it's a guilty pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right. So, um, and then you went back to Japan after you graduated from uh, community college, right? Mm -hmm. So that was in 1998. And then you kept cooking ramen after you went? Um, That's only I uh, cooked broth because Mm. I... I'm not, uh, I cannot eat a lot uh, like a rice, which is, I, I like rice, but mm-hmm. that was uh, like a California rice. Recently, it's very high quality right now, mm-hmm. but you know, like a 15 or 16 years ago, uh, the California rice is very dry mm-hmm. and yeah, not enough taste. So, and also bread is um, not, I don't get used to um eat the bread mm. it's very dry so i need to something add mm. to the dry rice or dry bread right. so that's why i choose to cook the broth mm. so um the first i didn't eat, uh, i didn't cook the ramen but um in in grocery store in us have a very cheap like an instant ramen, which is like a marchan or top ramen. Mm-hmm. So I use that uh, noodle for my original soup. Okay. That, <laughs> that was a start thing right. to, to work. Mm. So for. you avoided all the chemicals and extra salt, and you really used that as uh-huh. part yes. of the ramen. Yeah, instant ramen is, a, you know, in Japanese, uh, J- Japanese instant ramen is a very, feels like a real, mm-hmm. but... In U.S., the powder uh, instant ramen is a uh, kind of very chemical, so that's right. why I uh, replaced mm. the you know instant ramen soup to uh, my original soup. Right. Well, actually, that, it's interesting that you say because if you go to Japanese supermarket, like a really rows of really high quality instant ramen. Oh uh-huh, yes, right. It's like a ten dollars sometimes <laughs> per package. Right. Okay. So and then. Um, the only the year after you went back to Japan, you opened a ramen shop called Nakamuraya. Yes. And uh, your hometown in the mm-hmm. Kanaga Prefecture, at the age of 22, um, which instantly earned a tremendous accolades and throughout the Japan. So, what kind of ramen did you serve at uh, Nakamuraya? Um, I served like a chicken-based 
mm-hmm. uh, mixed with uh, uh, dried seafood broth. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, dried bonito, mackerel, and anchovy, mm-hmm. which is very Japanese ingredients. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's because um, in U.S. Uh, I rarely miss my, you know, the, like a Japanese original, the very classic style of dashi. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to uh, using something Japanese. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I think most of us in here in New York City,、mm-hmm. ramen dashi tend to be tonkatsu, the bone broth. Yeah, yeah, very popular.、Bone. Yeah. Right. So, what is special about it? Do you know the chicken and seafood?、Um, you know, feel that makes me very、uh, neutral. I mean, it's my DNA in Japanese is a very, <laughs> you know, the exciting for. That broth, and then also the light broth is I can't eat every day, it's、mm. not heavy. So,、Aye. and I using a very thin noodle,、mm-hmm. it's, it's very good, hold up the right broth, okay. And also, uh, abri chashu, which is a, a charcoal grilled uh, piece of uh, pork,、mm-hmm. and also bamboo shoot, and a spinach, and egg. It's very popular,、uh, the no, normal ramen style of,、uh, in Japan.、Mm, yeah. Right, some classic style. Very classic style. Right, but、uh, your broth, chicken and seafood based broth, was,、uh, I think、uh, people called it Kanagawa Tanreke,、mm-hmm. which means、uh, clean and refreshing Kanagawa、oh, style. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I did a lot、really? of research. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah, that was、uh, really, that lightness、mm-hmm. is one of the reasons it was so popular. Yeah, in Japan, the many c u l t u r e of ramen、uh, in, from north to、uh, south.、Mm-hmm. You know, like a northern、uh, Japanese ramen style is a, like a Sapporo miso ramen、mm-hmm. or Asahikawa style, a very deep shoyu ramen.、Mm-hmm. And also, the down south is a, like a tonkotsu broth.、Uh, tonkotsu is very popular but because、uh, there are a lot of pork farm,、mm-hmm. farmers is,、uh, there. And also、uh, in Tokyo,、um, like a chicken broth is very, very popular because、um, a lot of、um, like a yakitori shop or some,、mm-hmm. you know, using、uh, chicken meat.、Right. So that's why the, you know, something,、uh, the chicken bone is very、mm-hmm. easy to get, very cheap ingredients.、Right. So, yeah, several、um, t y p e of ramen is a reason to get. Born、uh, mm-hmm. at that local style. Right. Yeah. Okay. And chicken and seafood base both sounds like better for your, I don't know, cholesterol maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but you know, right blouse is uh, yeah, definitely uh, less oil and uh, less calorie.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And、uh, so you invented a special technique to drain ramen rolls、uh, called tenku otoshi. And I watched a video, it's quite amazing. <laughs> and,、uh, so, what kind of technique is it, and、uh, why is it so effective to make、uh, great ramen?、Uh, the people said that Tenkotoshi is a kind of performance, but I just、uh, you know, the drain the water very hard because、uh, I make、uh, every day the chicken broth、mm-hmm. is a, you know, pretty、um, high concentrated.、Mm-hmm. So, I don't want to.、Um, Put water in any put water in the,、right. in the soup. Not to dilute.、Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, 
I need to, and also I using a very thin noodle, which is very, uh, you know, the, out of surface area mm. there, more than thick noodle. Okay. So I, the, when I uh, strain the water from a thick noodle, is I don't do uh, any uh, tenko otashi because I, I, it's not necessary. Mm. Right, but so in between thin noodles, we have a lot more water. Yes, thin noodle is pretty hard to uh drain the water mm. yeah very hard so i do shake very uh from a high dropped from a very high place mm-hmm. yeah and drop down so it that makes more uh water drain mm. water out right yeah so and i i heard you always also use a deep uh draining basket for mm-hmm. usually used for soba and udon noodles yeah um that's it's very easy to uh, get. It, very long time ago, uh, like a Japanese uh, ramen chef using a hirazaru, which is a flat mm-hmm. uh, strainer. But uh, that, if I boil like a three or four or five serving of mm. noodle, uh, first first uh, drain the water of noodle is a. Uh, it's. Kind of different of a like uh, last um, yeah different okay. time to uh, mm, boil right. yeah yeah one you know the first noodle cooking noodle is uh, like a forty five second but mm-hmm. second uh, noodle is uh, maybe ten second or twenty second later mm. you know so that's very inconsistent to uh, making uh, cooking noodle right. but. You know, single basket makes more easy to mm-hmm. uh, take, the easy to, you know, the exactly I can cook the right. time. Oh, so the that the small basket uh, for Soban Rudon, that's more for single serving versus mm-hmm. the, the yes. flat one is for multiple people. Yes. So you can control the texture. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Okay. So I'm going to... Uh, put uh, the link to this Tenko Otoshi on uh, my show page on my show page but it's really amazing listeners we really <laughs> sweet you. see it, especially if you're a chef ramen chef it's really <laughs> amazing right um, so and I heard that you served at Nakamuraya you served a simple ramen topped only with scallions mm-hmm. it's like uh, soba noodles so why did you come up with that uh, recipe? Um, I when I was uh, open ramen shop, and then I make every day the ramen, uh, the same bowl, same you know dish. But I very focus on the soup and noodle, the balance. Mm. And then you know, after that, I really want to show them the to the customer more. Uh, you know, only focus. On the, mm. You know, it's very uh, in. Kind of intense mind of uh, you know beauty of ramen is a uh, mm. first noodle and soup. Mm. Yeah, right. if noodle and soup is uh, not exactly right taste, you know topping is a kind of uh, like a you know if that topping great taste, mm-hmm. but it's kind of for me like a fake ramen. Right. Yeah, because so it's a cover up. Uh, yeah, yeah, and also <laughs> the topping is a very easy to get the taste flavor from uh, ingredients. That's because uh, you know that that's you know uh, that's uh, that's uh, meat or that uh, mm. you know vegetable. Right. 
But soup or like a noodle is a very you know, unique style of、um, not, you cannot see the、uh, ingredients, but you can feel the ing- ingredients,、mm. right? So I just want to focus on the, the balance of,、uh, you, you cannot see the ingredients, but you can feel the balance of、uh, you know, ingredients.、Mm. That's why I want to,、uh, wanted to、uh, present. Right. Interesting approach because,、uh, you know, like a soba. People, soba masters, <laughs> they, they, they spend the whole life just、uh, making、uh, handmade soba noodles. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. don't want to put anything else yeah, other than scallion. Actually, yeah, same thing.、Right. And、uh, scallion is、uh, necessary. That's not topping, just、uh, scallion is one p- part of uh, uh, soup.、Mm. We call it yakumi.、Right. It's a,、uh, yeah, more makes, makes a soup and a noodle.、Uh, More sweeter.、Mm, yeah. So, like、uh, the enhancer of the, the flavors、mm-hmm. of the noodles True, and the、yeah. soup. Right. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then、uh, in 2004,、um, after the success of Nakamura, you opened a restaurant called Nakamura Essence、mm-hmm. to serve a creative menu inspired by ramen.、Uh, so, what was Nakamura Essence, Nakamura Essence and、uh, why did you open it?、Um, I. Actually, it's very hard to、uh, explain in words because、uh, the essence、uh, exists everywhere that for, for food, food world.、Mm. Like a、uh, smell, like a、uh, you know,、uh, smell, the taste, or sound. you、mm-hmm. know, that, That's everything essence. So I want to、uh, focus on more the specific、um, sense of、uh, mm. essence. The ramen is a You know, like a ramen of、uh, essence is a、uh, soup for me、uh, because、uh, taking broth and then you can eat、uh, that broth from、uh, noodle,、mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, that is a concept for me, and、uh, also I、uh, took a broth、uh, from、um, other, you know, several、uh, ingredients.、Mm-hmm. then <laughs> Sorry, it's very hard to、uh, right. so explain. It sound, sounds like、uh, you know, broth is really the essence of the flavor. Yeah, I, yeah, I、um, use a lot of、uh, liquid from、uh, yeah, dashi, from、uh, a lot of ingredients. So、mm-hmm. you know, I, can, I, I could、um, present more each, like a dashi for like, each ingredient、mm-hmm. or each. You know, dishes.、Right. Not only noodle, it's more like a liquid course.、Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. Right. So, you know, the earlier is a chicken and seafood based, but it can、mm-hmm. be pork or any other kinds of flavors, vegetables. Yeah, the interesting dashi is one of like a, a broth of wood, broth of, you know,、uh, some type of uh, uh, like a smell, like a grass or like、mm-hmm. some. Um, uh, it's hard to,、uh, it, it's weird to say, but it's like a, from an insect or,、mm-hmm. yeah,、um, many of the, you know, take a aroma or take off、mm. from,、uh, you know, that thing. Right. So that specific uh, uh, concentrated scent. Yeah, yeah. Flavor. When you, yeah, when you like a taste the hinoki broth and、mm-hmm. then you, you feel like a, in, in a forest,、mm-hmm. right? Yeah, something like, like that. I really, yeah, yeah, yeah.、Mm. Right. So, like,、uh, taste memories, everything opens up in my head. <laughs> yes. Right. And then, like you said, the noodles kind、mm-hmm. of convey 
the yeah, medium I, to... I made a noodle from uh, like a hundred percent like a vegetable or like a, a consai, which is a root, root vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes uh, like we have squid noodle, ikasomen. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Right. And I found a fascinating <laughs> dish that was a creamy noodle with uh, with milk. So mm-hmm. milk, M-I-L-T, Japanese people eat a lot of milk, mm-hmm. right? And uh, people may think, like, what is that? But it's a, it really makes sense that uh, the cream sauce and the milk is the creaminess. And then there was uh, the flat noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So that's very creative. And I <laughs> wish uh, you, you're going to open it here. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I really want to. Not like a fancy restaurant but I want to uh, yeah do again the kind of Nakamura Essence mm. and I found uh, a blog by a Japanese man who visited Nakamura Essence and he says Nakamura Essence is full of surprises his playful play- playfulness is beyond imagination he incorporates uh, some elements from El Bui by Fernando Adria Italian and French cuisine into his noodle dishes <laughs> and he loved all those dishes yeah yeah that was a uh, yeah, phenomenon that's yeah, very surprised mm. for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, so you, after that, you opened the ramen shop in Tokyo in 2008 and published pu- popular cookbooks in Japan. Mm-hmm. But suddenly, in 2009, you were at the helm of uh, the Japanese ramen market and you came to the States mm-hmm. and opened the ramen shop in Los Angeles. So why did you do that? Um, that's actually not open the, my res- restaurant. It's just uh, you know, like kind of uh, consulting. I want okay. to, yeah, I want to share the knowledge of uh, you know how to make r- ramen. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, is a very good opportunity of uh, you know after after my life is uh, I already make the ramen store and now uh, also I. Now, right now, I'm very interested in the create the history of ramen. You know, mm. after that, you know, mm. this is like a, um, just doing with uh, everybody in mm. in ramen world. So yeah, I went. I came to uh, United States to uh, teach the ramen. Mm-hmm. So uh, you were invited? Yeah, yeah, to, yes. Mm-hmm. To consult with them, right? So, but you, I'm sure you wanted to go back to. California again, right? <laughs> because of the... yes, they, they, that's because um, you know I, when I uh, opened Nakamura, that's reason is a uh, number one is uh, I want to um, come back to uh, United United States. Something, oh, wow. yeah, something I need to learn from uh, you know Japanese thing because I need to uh, realize I'm I am Japanese, mm. right? So yeah, I. We start. Uh, yeah, I learned uh, ramen. Uh, that's because I am Japanese, and I want to uh, move uh, the teach that culture to a foreign country, mm. which is yeah, U.S. Right, so, yeah. probably, and go back to California and surf more. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. And uh, what was the reaction to your ramen in L.A.? Uh, did you adjust recipes for the local? Yeah, recipe is a pretty similar as uh, Nakamuraya. Uh, the base is uh, very similar, but uh, I tried it to uh, um, replace the ingredients, uh, not, not only Japanese ingredients. Uh, it's, I 
prefer to using local ingredients.、Mm. Yeah, so in California, it's very、um, popular is a、uh, vegetables.、Mm. So I made like a, a signature.、Uh, I opened, helped to open the ramen California, which is a shop name.、Mm. And that signature. Ramen is a, a California ramen, which、mm-hmm. is vegetable ramen. <laughs> That's using a chicken broth, but、um, the topping is everything like、uh, different,、uh, mm. several、uh, root vegetables.、Mm. Yeah. Okay.、Um, I think I, was, I saw a picture like, like a salad. Yeah, yeah, yeah.、Right. Fe- so. Yes.、Yeah, seems like salad, but it's. Uh, it's a kind of yeah, balanced ramen、mm. with、uh, you know, soup and noodle. Right, healthier, Californian. <laughs> right. Okay,、um, so let's take a quick break here, and、uh, when we come back, we'll talk about Shige's new ramen shop, Nakamura. So please stay with us. Today's program is brought to you by Corin, supplier of Japanese chef knives and restaurant supplies. Corin is proud of their Japanese culture and traditions, but they want you to know that their products are not just for Japanese restaurants. Their knives and tableware bring out the best qualities of food from every culture and fit into every restaurant, from French to Pan Asian to American. And that is why they're located in New York City, where people from every country in the world come to eat. Corin's unique store in Lower Manhattan is home to perhaps the most extensive collection of Japanese chef knives in the world, including Japan, plus the rarest natural sharpening stones and exquisitely designed tableware. They also host special events such as knife sharpening demonstrations and parties with New York's most famous chefs and restaurateurs. Corin is dedicated to this ideal, bringing the implicit and elegance of Japanese culture to your table, be it in your home or in the finest restaurant. For more information, visit corin.com. Today's program was brought to you by MTC Kitchen. MTC Kitchen is run by New York Mutual Trading, a premier specialist for wholesale Japanese food and restaurant supplies since 1926. They are a one stop shop for all your Japanese culinary needs. They have a range of quality Japanese knives, sharpening stones, kitchenware, tableware, and shelf stable food, and are conveniently located in Midtown Manhattan near Grand Central Station. Although they specialize in wholesale distribution, this venue is open to the public and they showcase artisan tableware that is only available at the showroom. For more information, visit mtckitchen.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Japanese broadcasting live from a studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, and my guest today is Shigetoshi Nakamura, who is a former corporate chef at San Nuro's Ramen Lab in Norita and a chef owner of the new ramen shop Nakamura in Lower East Side. 
Um, so now you're based in New York. Um, I know you, you have still have the restaurant, mm-hmm. yes. but you're based in here. And uh, after you moved to New York, you started working with uh, Kenshiro Uki of Sanuro mm-hmm. as a corporate chef in 2012. Yes. Right? And by the way, I think uh, the current American ramen boom could not exist without Sanuro because... It's really, everybody's using that great noodle by Sandro. Mm-hmm. So, right? um, and also, uh, he came to our show a while ago. Uh, it was episode 11, uh, if you haven't listened to it, listeners. Um, so anyways, um, how did you meet Kenshiro and what did you do at Sandro? So, yeah, first met with him is uh, when I uh, consulted um, in California at the ramen shop. In uh, yeah, uh, 2009, and then I, I uh, found the factory of noodle manufacturer, mm. uh, yeah, in, which is Sandoval, and then I contact to him to uh, get some uh, good uh, fresh noodle, mm. and then that time was uh, you know they still didn't the didn't deliver the fresh noodle. Mm. Uh, it's more like a, a 100% frozen noodle. Mm. But I knew that in Hawaii, their you know, head, uh, headquarter of sun noodle mm-hmm. in Hawaii, uh, delivery like fresh noodle, like 100%. Right. So I, I asked him why, uh, you know, he, why, why can't, cannot do a delivery fresh, fresh noodle. Mm. And because uh, that I you know it's kind of like a mainland is uh, not like Hawaii it's very (laughs) Hawaii is very small so it's in mainland is uh, right like uh, right now it's very hard to uh, distribute the fresh noodle but Mm. you know I asked for like uh, some the special restaurant uh, where want to use a fresh noodle mm. that's kind of an awesome thing so yeah please when he, when I have a chance when they can do the make ramen mm. uh, or fresh noodle and then you know I'm gonna uh, pick up the noodle <laughs> that it was uh, like a fast met and mm. then he he was very happy to with it because uh, you know the, normally in the ramen restaurant in US is uh, not that timing was uh, nobody care of uh, fresh noodle. Mm. It's, uh, you know how didn't know the how different of a uh, fresh noodle versus. Right. Uh, it's only noodle. last say I'll say maximum five years. Or so. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I really uh, feels the right taste of a uh, fresh noodle is more chewy, more you know flavor from a uh, uh, wheat. Mm. Yeah, flower. So yeah, then I worked um, together um, to make a ramen noodle with Ken, and mm. then, you know uh, that timing, uh, the Mister Uki, which is uh, uh, who, who is a uh, father of Kenshiro, mm-hmm. um, trying to uh, to uh, make a factory in 
mm. New Jersey, which is yeah, yeah East Coast. Right. Yeah, that totally makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah very uh, good opportunity to me as well because um, you know I uh, many customer in uh, East Coast who is doing uh, ramen restaurant asked mm. me. Uh, why don't you come to uh, East Coast to make a, you know, t- to teach your ramen? Mm. Then, yeah, me and Ken uh, come, uh, yeah, came to together mm. to New York. Hey, this uh, combination is unbeatable. You have the knowledge <laughs> and uh, Kenshiro has the, the best facility you can oh. think of for ramen. Yeah. Right. Because I don't think there's any other uh, fresh uh, ramen. Still, yeah, still not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only Sanudo uh, have a factory in West uh, East Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So the, you started working. Uh, also, you, you developed all those concepts, and you started working at the ramen lab, mm-hmm. right? And which is a kind of a educational place. Yes, and also like uh, you invite guest chefs mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. experiment San noodles. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, I worked with the sand noodle because, uh, yeah, they make a noodle and then I teach for the ramen chef and also they help uh, open the ramen store. That's mm. very makes sense. And um, I feel, I, but still, you know, I, if, when I uh, serve the fresh noodle, uh, mm. the cook, uh, cooked ramen, but um, they still didn't feel the... Fresh noodle. I mean, you know, I, they they don't know how different of a uh, mm. fresh noodle versus you right. know, cold, uh, frozen noodle because uh, you know they never take uh, the fresh noodle, mm. right? So yeah, first I feel to uh, we should do something um, uh, something from. Um, very beginning of a uh, ramen history, you know, mm. like uh, like explain the what is ramen, Ex- explain the like a ramen, what what is a uh, shoyu ramen, what is a uh, mm. tonkotsu ramen, why that exists, when right. it exists. ABC because there's so many creative ramen shops, but then you don't know, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, the exact. So, yeah, but if, yeah, they very uh, interested in the to l- learn the history of ramen or mm. like uh, what is ramen, the educational because the educational thing is more uh, makes uh, original that, that makes more easy to develop thing. Mm. The there's a good foundation, yes, so yeah. you can build on top of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, mm. so that's why I did. Uh, with Cam to do a uh, uh, like educational thing, which is ramen love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, uh, did you like the experience? And what did you see and learn from? You know, there's so many different. I, yeah, I got learn from. Uh, yeah, I got very uh, good feedback from uh, people because um, you know I served. I we did the signature thing is a ramen flight, which is uh, like a tasting menu, mm. of course. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a beer flight and ramen <laughs> flight. <laughs> yeah, ramen is a normally, you know, one dish. It's a, in just one bowl, mm-hmm. you know, the enough uh, protein, enough, you know, carb. But uh, the ramen tasting is uh, making like a quarter portion of a ramen mm. each dish. Uh, uh, the I thought... Uh, five kind, which is shoyu ramen mm-hmm. and uh, miso ramen, tonkotsu ramen. This is a uh, three popular flavor, mm-hmm. and the uh, other two is a uh, style. The popular style, which is uh, tsukemen, 
dipping mm. noodle, right. and uh, mazemen, which is a uh, no broth style. No, you take a pasta. Noodle. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a yeah, great idea. That was, uh, you know, people very easy to get the what is ramen world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, that's great success. And then, you know, that we did together uh, like three years. I wish uh, more ramen shops serve the flights because, you know, it's hard to, you know, finish the bowl is great, satisfying. Mm-hmm. But I would say you have to wait for a couple of days at least to go back to have another taste of ramen mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of, you know, But normally, like a Japanese ramen shop, you're making, you know, own broth, the one kind of own broth, because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, many kind of a broth makes very hard to uh, inventory, and also they they want to use in fresh. So, yeah, if we make like a four or five uh, couple of broth, a uh, kind of broth, it's very hard to... Uh, control mm. the serve to, right. to Cost the customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you have like million customers, like <laughs> a huge place. Right? Sure, yeah. Okay, right. But it's an interesting idea, mm-hmm. right? Okay, and uh, so you left Sunrose and uh, opened the Nakamura in Loi side in January this mm-hmm. year. So, um, what is the concept of Nakamura? Um, Nakamura is more uh, I. I'm doing that. I why why I'm open in New York is uh, I want to uh, challenge of uh, you know in New York a lot of people have good sense mm. and I want to try the, if if my ramen uh, if I serve ramen to a good sense of people mm-hmm. then you know I want to you know how how they feel how right. that, yeah I want to something do uh, different thing. Right. Yeah. yeah, if you succeed in New York, you <laughs> conquer the world in a way. And, right, but the, the New Yorkers are very uh, well dined out. Mm-hmm. The taste is almost everything possible globally. So. Mm-hmm. And also, in New York, the, I, I served, when I served in California, the classic ramen is a Kind of uh, second or third uh, place of uh, popular. Right. You know, bec- I, I don't know the, because uh, the health conscious is a uh, you know the, the ramen sometimes using like a pork belly. You know, mm. The fat feels like unhealthy, <laughs> but you know the in New York it's very straight. The people taste the you know like a feel get a feeling of uh, you know, not only healthy. It's more like uh, a good taste they want. Mm. So yeah, I really want to try to uh, do a, because classic ramen is a very have a balance fat and also the, the bricks of a soup mm. and texture of noodle. Right. So yeah, I believe they can uh, accept the like authentic ramen. Mm. Yeah. Right. It's interesting, like. You know, foie gras was banned in California, <laughs> but it, I don't think it's going to happen in New York. So. Yeah, <laughs> same country, different, you know, the culture is very uh, interesting right. for me. So, I think so, but, um, you know, like in New York City, people really gourmet, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, even if it's a guilty feeling associated, if it's good food, yeah, people eat. Yeah, I like, yeah, they, they eat everything, right? I mean, they uh, eat 
love to try another、uh, food culture.、Mm, yeah.、Right. So, yeah, that's uh, uh, helped the ramen world as well.、Mm. Because,、uh, you know, in, in the ramen in the US is、uh, already have a、uh, boom, like a, not only boom, it's more like a po- get popular. And then, you know, it, the American ramen is more interesting, many variations of.、Uh, You know, ramen、mm-hmm. more than Japan, I think. Right. And、yeah. sometimes I go, oh, why not? It's really tasty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> combinations. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Right. So,、uh, what do you serve at the Nakamura? What kind of ramen are you serving? I'm serving、um, lots of kind of、uh, ramen, which is、uh, you know, from a、uh, very classic ramen、uh, to the、uh, latest ramen, which is like a、uh, Tom Yam Kum ramen or like a yakitori or、mm. smoked ramen or、wow. like a.、Uh, Uh, curry ramen, and also I'm ch-、uh, trying to、um, like a gluten free ramen,、mm. also the vegetari-、uh, vegan miso ramen.、Mm. Yeah,、um, a lot of yeah a lot of kind I I could challenge right、okay. now. Yeah, and、uh, do you still use the broth,、uh, chicken and、uh, fish based?、Uh, yes, same as um, um, not all. Everything's the same. I'm using、uh, the organic chicken,、mm-hmm. the chicken bone from uh, uh, Pennsylvania.、Mm-hmm. And also,、uh, I'm trying to use、uh, the dried fish、uh, mm-hmm. in the US. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I think、uh, you know, compared to the tonkotsu, pork bone, broth, maybe it's easier. With、mm-hmm. the chicken and seafood to pair with something like, like Tom Yam Kun or something creative. Yeah, because、uh, you know, people already know the, what is Tom Yam Kun, or you know, the people、uh, get more、uh, like a foreign country's、mm-hmm. yeah, food.、Nice. So, yeah, I want to try to get like collaborate with、uh, another、mm. food culture. Right. Okay. And、uh, so, how many dishes do you have at the restaurant right now?、Um, many. <laughs> like, like right now,、uh, I'm doing like every day, daily, daily、uh, menu of、uh, like a summer,、uh, summer ramen collection, we call.、Mm, okay. Yeah, we, which is,、uh, you know,、uh, sometimes very cold, the chilled ramen,、mm. sometimes like a very hot, spicy ramen,、right. like a spicy tomato ramen. I, Yesterday and today is a Tom Yam Mazemen,、mm. and tomorrow is, a, I think, free mushroom Mazemen、mm. or something.、Right. Yeah. yeah, before、uh, before the show, we r e talking about in Japan, people, when it's really hot, people eat、uh-huh. hot ramen to cool down. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel right now the, in New York that people, if, if the very hot weather, People don't want to h o t ramen、mm. still. But you know, in the future, I think that people realize to, uh, uh, oh, oh, like a hot, very hot day, eat ramen is very refreshing.、Mm-hmm. You know. Right, just sweat it off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. And、uh, how do you study、uh, Teuchi,、uh, uh-huh. handmade noodles?、Right、yeah.、Uh, last year, I went back to Japan and I、uh, read. Study、um, the ramen. And also,、uh, I went to the Kitakata, to、mm. uh, Kitakata and、uh, Sano and、uh, Shirakawa.、Mm. Where the famous ramen region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, they still doing like a teuchi ramen, which is、uh, the handmade ramen.、Mm. Yeah, ramen is normally uh, using, uh, using machine. 
because uh, it needs a very high pressure to uh, okay. dough. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so you get exhausted if you just have <laughs> Yeah, I think in U.S. still almost like 100% of uh, uh, machine made. Mm. But, uh, you know, I feel the, the handmade ramen makes it's very uh, gentle, soft, and also the... Uh, nodogoshi, the mm. very smooth. Of, right. uh, nodogoshi is uh, the texture feeling that goes past through your throat. Oh, yes, yes. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a very important term. <laughs> right? Japanese people really say it. it's yeah. an important element in tasting. Uh-huh. Nodogoshi. So, yeah, I want to um, I focused on the only bluff uh, mm. the last, uh, you know, the past year, but uh, I after working with uh, San Nudo, and then also I, I, uh, I feels like I should do uh, something, learn about the flour and also like a balance of uh, noodle to uh, uh, with uh, soup. Mm. So yeah, I, right now I'm doing uh, handmade noodle to know the more you know uh, flour. Flowers, yeah, powder. Mm, yeah. Right. But I don't think it's the whole noodles you serve at uh-huh, the restaurant. Yes, uh-huh. Oh, really? All of them? Yeah. Wow. Uh, not, not everything, but uh, yeah, I'm still doing uh, using some noodles as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, but also i serving uh, the handmade noodle mm, as well. Wow. I have to try that. <laughs> Such a very precious, rare. That's kind noodle. of rare in Europe right now. Mm. Yeah. It's very, yeah, they, they can feel more like a tender uh, taste, very, uh, yeah, uh, delicate. Mm. It's very interesting. Right. Okay. So, um, so what is the, what do you think is the most challenging in running a ramen shop in New York right now? Oh, sorry, one. one. Yeah, so, you know, like your new restaurant, your first independent restaurant in mm-hmm. New York. What is that challenging, challenging? thing? <laughs> Everything is challenging right now. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, um, uh, let's see. Um, yeah, the making ramen a uh, noodle is a uh, very challenging. Also, um, I maybe next year, the, the end of this year, I want to do a course style mm. as well. Yeah, know, like, like tasting menu. Yeah, tasting menu. It's very popular. People uh, very enjoy the course menu. Mm. Uh, you know, not. Um, even Japanese store it's more like uh, culture so I want to uh, serve from um, you know uh, from appetizer to like a main course Mm -hmm. so yeah I want to present uh, Mm. in the ramen right so it's the um it's like a kaiseki like small dishes and then at the end it's finished with ramen yeah 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 right Mm-hmm. Wow. The ramen is a you know normally like a shime dish, which, mm-hmm. which is a finishing bowl. Right. So right. yeah, that's uh, I hope that's gonna be work. Mm, well, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So um, and how do you uh, predict the future of ramen in the states? Because you know it's really popular. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it's a part of almost part of American culture. I believe the American ramen gonna be more like a, a character, a strong character. Uh, yeah, the of variation. Mm. Yeah, because um, you know in Japan, good ramen is a 
most of like the same kind. Most, uh, you know, still the ramen is uh, already more than 100 years uh, history, but not a lot of uh, style, not a lot of taste. Mm. It's yeah, always the people um, focus on the same ingredients, still, mm. you know, using torigara or tonkotsu is very, yeah, right. most popular. It's like a sushi, and yeah, you yeah. do the, uh-huh. some uh, schools of <laughs> <laughs> you make it very classic. Yeah, but U.S. is very interesting is, uh, you know, some people cannot eat pork, so mm. using, you know, another uh, style of ramen born and right. also like a in Japan is not popular in vegan menu but here is pretty popular here mm. so so for the future it's more yeah many variation of ramen style it's gonna yeah right. uh, yeah so I think uh, the American ramen culture is pushing an envelope of Japanese ramen classic yeah, ramen style. Yeah, uh, I hope so. It's, it's more, you know, then, you know, a lot of tourists can uh, taste the local ramen. You know, the, we, the in U.S. have uh, like a fi- 51 states. Mm. Then like a 51 kind of local ramen. Right. It's going to be very interesting. <laughs> State ramen, like yeah, state, state tree ramen. or state bird. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, like a Japanese tourist in Japan uh, to go to uh, Sapporo, they mm. really want to eat like a Sapporo ramen. Right. Yeah, that's the same thing. Like if you go to like a Philadelphia, you know, like a Philadelphia ramen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now, like a sushi, like a Philadelphia roll or a California roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting to... Yeah, uh, maybe the cream cheese mazaman from Philadelphia. Yeah, true, true. Right, yeah, because they, they have uh, yeah, local ingredients there and they're very popular. Right. People accept it. So. That's a fun project. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, maybe you should uh, sort of context some. Oh, maybe uh, Kenshiro can throw a, a competition. Uh, yeah, right? yeah. State-wide <laughs> competition. Of, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is my last question to you. Um, so what is your plan for the future and uh, what do you think you want to achieve in the States? Um, I'm still doing um, my uh, like a educational project, which is uh, like a ramen consulting. Mm. Uh, my brother also doing a ramen restaurant in Tokyo, which called uh, Afri. Afri actually will come to uh, Portland, Oregon, mm. and then I will. Uh, help to open there. Wow, yeah. Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. awesome. And um, next project is uh, I'm making a kind of ramen movie, which is uh, like a sushi dream jiro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, found the director of a ramen, uh, ramen movie. Mm. Uh, actually, that's a documentary. And then yeah, he came to uh, New York last week, and okay. then yeah, he took the ramen document of my restaurant, and also he will take the open Afri in Portland. Right. Yeah, so that it's gonna be more um, uh have a movement of mm. uh, you know, ramen education as well. So it's going to be very effective. So yeah, I want to make like a ramen uh, ABC mm. book, or I want to make a you know, more like a ramen uh, community in mm. the West. Right. And also, I hope 
the ramen uh, geek mm-hmm. gonna be uh, exist in US. Okay. So, yeah, because the ramen mania in Tokyo or Japan is very, you know, big community already. Mm. And they do an event, pop up event a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe uh, some. Yeah, the U.S. It, the event of ramen pop up is pretty getting popular mm-hmm. here. So it's uh, yeah, I uh, expect more you know the, like a ramen event m- makes people very happy. Right, yeah. because I think by nature, like you said, uh, ramen is not very strict and more mm-hmm. creative, and uh, it's almost like representing who you are mm-hmm. instead yes. of competing against yeah, each yeah. other. So that's going to be a fun community. <laughs> right. Okay. Well,、um, thank you for joining us today, Shige. Thank you. And hopefully,、uh, you can just keep us posted on your movies and ramen community education.、Uh, yes. Right. Okay.、Um, so, listeners, if you're interested in Shige's ramen, please visit n a k a m u r a n y c c o m That is N A K A M U R A N Y C.com. It's、uh, nakamuranyc.com. And if you have any questions or comments about the show, please contact us at heritageradionetwork.org. And you can sign up for our newsletter to get fun updates and event, event information at the bottom of our homepage. Japan Eats is live at 3 p.m. on Mondays and always available at heritageradionetwork.org, iTunes, and Stitcher Podcast.、Um, and engineer today is David Tatasiore. And thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes Store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.